So, so leading into, you know, that was kind of like why being a small creator is amazing. What, you know, what the differences are between, you know, what we would see as a large and, and a small creator and how that impacts your community. Right. And I want to touch on, um, I didn't ask you in advance if I was allowed to talk about this, Nathan, but, um, <laughs> Nathan, Nathan wrote a, I'm going to call it a white paper. Oh, yeah. You're talking about the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Nathan I haven't figured out what I'm going to do with it yet, but yeah. Okay. So, fine. so Nathan, Nathan recently, Nathan recently wrote a white paper and it was titled growing as a small creator on Twitch. And it's about, what was it? About five pages long. It's, it's a lengthy, is it six? Okay. It's a lengthy document. I really enjoyed reading it. It's very informative. I really, I really, I really think he needs to do something with it. Whatever it, whatever it may be, I think he needs to do something with it. But, um, so there's, there's a plan out there and I know Hopper, we've had the discussion in the past. We've had, we've had this discussion on the past. Like, what do we need to grow? What do we need to do as small creators? Like what, if you're coming in today, if you're coming in today, what is your, what is your growth plan? Right? So we've had that discussion in the past. I would say even in the past three months, my perception on growth has continued to change or, or my perception on how to grow has continued to change a lot. Um, every, every month. Every month it continues to shift a little bit to some different different ideas than what I thought it was before. But I wanna I wanna let Nathan kind of open up on his thoughts on and and obviously we don't need whole six pages, but you know, like just just a just a introduction. I got time. I got lots of time. We can go till midnight. <laughs> um like I know what you said though. Like if your views on growing aren't changing, the more time you're spending on Twitch and as a content creator, you're not doing it right. It's, it's always going to be an ever adapting formula and you always have to be learning something new about it every time you go live. Well, yeah, there you go. Okay. So let me, let's let Nate, let's let Nathan start. So growing as a small creator on Twitch, like what would be, if you were to, if you were to be speaking to somebody who, okay, so we just talked about how you can get affiliate in seven days. Typically we'll say if, if, if somebody does it the right way, you know, on average, we'd say a month, maybe two to get affiliate. Maybe yeah, one to two is probably not that unusual. Okay. So we'll, we'll say it. We'll say they've been streaming for a month. They've kind of got the feel of it and they kind of got an idea. What would be your game plan? Or if you were to give them a 10 minute thing, like what would you say? Like how would, how would you give them a, or support them with a game plan to kind of grow as, as a new streamer? Well, so, and that might be, without, that might be loaded. Going to all the all six pages version yeah. of it. Um, I think, I mean, the I the bullet the bullets I put at the top I think are the the big they're intended to be kind of the questions that you should ask yourself and then obviously the rest of the document kind of digs into the the depths of each so I, I would just hit the bullet points to start with which is like where do you expect to get your viewers from um uh the sh- the really short version of what I put in the document is I think a lot of people expect their viewers to just show up they just hope they they click go live and they start playing a video game and they hope that people show up and and that's the entire story and sometimes that can work um you know for some to some extent that worked for me uh because i was streaming a very small game in a very small category uh with a very very passionate fan base and so uh that is where some of my viewers simply do come from but if you're streaming call of duty if you're streaming valorant if you're streaming fortnite that's much less likely to happen 
And so people really need to think through just from the pure concept of growth is where, how do you think people are going to find you? Where do you think they're going to come from? Um, because that, that's kind of the root of a lot of the rest of it. But like, if you're not doing anything at all on Twitch, other than clicking go live, playing your game for a few hours and then signing out, you're not going to help yourself much. And, and I've, I've seen streams where, um, and I mean, some people are able to do that and I'm not taking that away from them. It's, it is entirely possible for, for some, but it, there are people that, that see the ninja and shroud and, uh, doc and they go, Oh, I could do that. I can play video games live and they try it and it, nothing happens. And then they quit. And it's, it's because they don't realize that there's, there's more to building a community than just simply sitting there in a chair for a few hours and playing a video game. And so that a lot of it, again, just kind of feeds off of that original idea of like, where do you think people are going to come from and how are they going to find you? The rest of it, like the entire rest of it kind of is based around that. And as you know, and then the last, the last part of it is, is just about the content itself. Um, I don't, know how, I don't know how far into this you want me to go, but like, um, there's there's a number of streams that I I have gone in and watched, um, because of what category they're in, or because I saw them in another channel, and just you know went and checked out their vods or whatever. And there's there's somewhere the the person sitting in front of the camera, hopefully they have a camera, but the person sitting in front of the camera is funny, is interactive, is like all the things that they, they should be, but they completely miss the technical side of having what people expect out of a stream. Um, they don't have any alerts. They have no info panels at all. They have, you know, they're missing something that is not always anything terribly difficult, but just something that is simply expected. Like, a viewer going into a channel expects to see certain things. And if you don't have those, it's going to hurt you. So it doesn't matter how good your content is. Sometimes if you're missing the bits and pieces that are considered standard, it's, mm. it's going to bite you. Um, and then there's the other side of it where, uh, this is a little bit of a personal thing for me as a viewer. I want you to have a camera. Um, not everybody feels that way. I, I feel strongly about that. I want a stream that I am watching to have a camera because I can see your reactions. I can see your smile. Uh, I can see your pissed off face when the game doesn't go well. Um, in, in one of the streams that I was in last week, uh, we got to watch the streamer cry um, in a good way because they got a 600 something percent hype train in uh, in the middle of their stream. Damn. Like that, that, to me is, is a very, very critical part of the stream. Um, if you're like super skill player and, and the best part of your stream is just simply the, you know, the gameplay, okay, maybe you can get away with that one. But like having those things are really critical. And some people don't think through that and they don't think about what does it mean to be a viewer? Um, I think a lot of streams, a lot of streamers, a lot of channels don't take the time to be a good viewer at all. Uh, or first, even potentially better. But if you go and engage and spend a lot of time on Twitch, you'll find out what you like. And you'll prevent yourself from doing things on your stream that you don't like. Um, not everybody is comfortable doing self-vod reviews. 
some people really don't like the sound of their own voice, so they're not going to go watch their own VODs. And, it, you know, if that is a problem for you, I guess that's a hard thing to do. But you should go watch other streams and get an idea for what works for you. Do you like it? Like you and I were talking about this uh, like a week ago, uh, Qual. I'm not a fan of being called chat. It's kind of a twitchism, and and some people, a lot of people, I think, don't mind it. I don't like it. It's not something I'm personally a big fan of. So when I'm engaging with my viewers in my chat, I don't call them chat, and that's just a personal thing. Um, but I wouldn't know that if I hadn't spent more time on Twitch as a viewer than than live. Um, I would never have been on the receiving side of being called chat, you know, multiple times in a stream, and then gone. I don't really like that. Um, so, I mean, that's, again, it's a personal thing, but like you, if you can't be a good viewer and you can't spend time on Twitch being a viewer, I think you're, you're risking having worse content because you are not going to, you're just not going to know what you even like yourself, let alone get an idea for what streams are like with different styles or content or features or whatever. So yeah, I'm going to say that's kind of most of the nutshell. <laughs> All right. To go on the, to. I do agree with you. It's very much important to be a viewer yourself. I mean, because obviously yeah, there's exactly watching things like that. But not only that, it's when you're in other people's chat, be the viewer you want on your own channel. Because I Absolutely. see some people they go in and they they criticize or they critique or you know they they might go in and they and they they don't talk a lot. You know, sometimes they go lurk. Which again, that's if you're a lurker, that's it's that's your thing. There's nothing against you guys. It's it's some people just like to watch, and that's okay. But otherwise, it's go in, interact, chat, say hello, get to know everybody, because that's the kind of viewer you want in your community. So try to be that same when you're on Twitch as well, because it's we're all a big community here at the end of the day. As a viewer, as a streamer, whatever it may be, you know, we we all have to be in it together. So so yeah, I I'll 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 tap on that a little bit, Hopper, to say that I agree. Um, if if I'm gonna go in as a viewer, I'm unless it's somebody I'm familiar with, right? I'm not going to go and lurk and be inactive. Like I'm going to go, I'm going to chat. I'm going to be active. Even if I've only got 15 minutes, I'm like, Hey, I've got, I've got, I've got a 15 minute break. I'm just coming and browsing channels. How you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Right. And I'm going to try to get to know the individual. I'm going to try to be yeah. that chatter, right? Like, just like you're saying, I'm trying to be that chatter. Um, because you know, we've all been there those days we we've talked about this in the past right we we've all been there on those days where we've had one chatter and you're just like you're you're either playing your you're either playing your game and you're like doing self commentary to yourself waiting for that one chat message to come through because you know you got that one person or you're doing a just chatting stream and you're talking you're literally dialoguing with yourself waiting for <laughs> waiting for a response one of the hardest things let, let's let's get this out let's let's get this out of there one of, one of the hardest things as a content creator is latency because there are so many times I ask a question. There are so many times I ask a question and I'm like, and I'm, and I, and I, and I feel like it's forever, forever. Like it, it could be, it could be four seconds. Right. And I, and I'm like, I'm doing nothing. Like what I'm waiting for a response to my question. Like what's going on. And I literally have to think in my head of a thousand things that I could just say or do or kind of be or something like that. Right. To try to kind of push the content to keep going. So it's not dead space. Right. And latency is killer, especially on mobile because people are trying to type on their little, on their little digital keyboards, trying to respond. So it takes them 10 years to respond to something, but yes, be the active chatter. Um, 
Uh, that's I just kind of wanted to touch on that, but yeah, I I think kind of what Hop was saying. I it's totally like if people want to lurk, I got nothing against that at all whatsoever. If that's what makes them comfortable, and that's what they prefer, like absolutely come and watch a TV show, and as long as you have a good time, awesome. Um, I think what I was kind of saying was more for for us as creators. If if my comfort factor is, yeah. is lurking, but I have a channel. And I know I want active chatters. I need to step outside of my own comfort factor a little bit and try to be that active viewer for somebody else. Sure. So, yeah, so, like, so, go ahead. You got something, Hopper? No, because like you're saying, it's that one active chatter can be the difference for someone between a great stream and a poor and a poor stream. You know, it's it's, it's as because as we all know, too, starting out, it's you know you can sit there for hours waiting for that first message sometime. And you get that first person, sometimes it's like, hey, and you respond, and you wait, and you wait, and you realize they're not there anymore. But it's when, when you can get an active, engaged conversation, it's it's life-changing. The next thing you know, the next two hours of your stream have gone by, and you're about to sign off, and it felt like 20 minutes. Yeah. You know? So it's yep. be, be that change, you know? Yeah. I, 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 know. I My VOD for that first, like, truly engaged viewer randomly is probably still floating out, well... What does it cut off? Sixty days? It might be gone. I think um, so. But yeah, I like I remember that that I I remember that stream. I I couldn't tell you the guy's username, but I remember that stream because I had been playing like Call of Duty for like an hour or two, and some random guy stops by and was just like, "Hey, how's it going?" And we talked for another like two or three hours. He was engaged the whole right. time. He was the only person that showed up, and it uh, yeah, it made the stream for me. Otherwise, I would have been mostly bored. Uh, as far as the stream goes, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. So, so to lead back into like growing as a small creator, right? Going, going back to that, that kind of idea, I want to say that one thing that a lot of big, and, and you guys may disagree with me on this, a lot of big gurus or self-help individuals or the doctors or what if not Dr. D, but you know, the, the stream doctors stream and doctors. these, these other, these other individuals that are, that are kind of coaching stream coaches are saying nowadays is stream something you love, like stream something you love and people, your audience will notice that, right? Like your audience will notice that you love what you're playing. So then you'll grow because your audience will enjoy your content. And I have, if, if you're, if your vision or if your if your concept is growth, like if you want to grow, I am I like what you say that. I am against that idea now. I'm well, very I'm very against I'm a, I'm very against that idea now. And an to be added to it. Yeah. I mean meaning meaning that you need to if your if your idea is you want to grow you need to have the idea to approach this like it's a business, right? This is not this is not playtime. You don't just get to do what you think is fun. You need to do the strategic thing, which could potentially be, you know, like play a lesser game that you may not enjoy as much, but you need to fake it until you make it there, and then you get to move on to something else. Right. It's like being an actor, right? We're actors, we're live, we're entertainers, we're doing things. They take a lot of bad roles that they may not like because they want to get better roles in the future. And I think there needs to be some level and, and I'm and I'm not saying go play I'm not saying go play 
you know, like Sully Gnome has the, if you play this game, you'll have the biggest opportunity for finding new followers or whatever. I'm not saying pick the biggest percentage, but like we talked about, we talked about before, if, if you really love playing Monster Hunter, if you really love playing Monster Hunter, don't go play Monster Hunter right now. Play Dauntless, right? It's a smaller game. It's a smaller community. If you really love COD, don't go play COD. Go play Realm Royale or go play a much smaller as as a starting creator, right? As a starting creator. Again, that's what we're talking about here right now. Like as somebody who's trying to grow out of that small streamer category, play a smaller game that may fit the same genre, you know, but don't push for that big title just because you love playing that big title. Because again, you're going to be fighting. You're the small fish in the ocean, right? Instead of being a small fish in a small pond, you are a small fish in an ocean. The chances of catching anybody is very, very limited. Yeah. So I, I made a point about that in, in the, in my write-up, which was that if, if you were streaming Fortnite, for example, uh, during some of Fortnite's like peak hours, if you have zero to one viewers, you are somewhere around the 23,000th channel in that category. Is that all? Like nobody is going to randomly find you ever <laughs> if they're looking for a Fortnite stream. It's not going to happen. Because what like what page number is that even in Twitch? I have no idea, but n nobody, absolutely yeah. nobody is scrolling that far. And even Twitch's like smaller communities you might want to check out is not going to pick you up when you're... I don't think I've ever seen it pick up somebody that was sub three viewers. So last button for the pages. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I don't, no, because it's an infinite scroll mechanic. You'd have to sort low to high to get yeah. to the last page that way. But so I, I, I both agree and disagree though, in that um, you have to, uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of how I'd say that streaming the thing that you love the most, if it is a larger game, for the purpose of growth only does not make sense. However, what you do choose to stream does need to be something that you actually enjoy. Yeah. Um, like to some extent, as, as Cole saying, yeah, you can absolutely fake it. Um, yes, uh, but I don't think you're gonna enjoy your stream as much uh, as a creator. Like your live time, if you're playing a game you don't actually enjoy as much, I don't think you'll you will enjoy your time as much, and that will feed back into the uh, hashtag Twitch grind uh garbage that a lot of people like to speak um and I, and I say that in the context of like you have a lot of people that talk about the grind and then to them the grind is i go live i play a game and then i i'm not live anymore and man i worked hard today and uh I, it's a bit of a divisive thing to say but uh, some people don't treat the the experience or the idea of growing as something that matters outside of those moments that they're live um like, mm. like I get, I get a lot of, a, a decent chunk of my followers happen outside of when I'm live. Not, not, I don't think the majority right now, but I get follows no, I, when I'm not live. Okay. Um, <laughs> like you can grow outside of just when you're live, you can. And part of that goes back to what I was saying before, which is being an active viewer and being a part of other channels. Yeah. Um, that's one of the cases where I actually disagree with Harris Heller. Um, I agree with most of what he says. But he, he goes on in one of his videos talking about how networking is, is not the end-all be-all of, of growth. And I think that that is true once you're uh, probably, I don't know, let's say the 50 to 100-ish, like closing in on partner. Yeah, networking at that point is probably not doing much for you. But when you're 
in the like zero to three and three to 10 networking matters. Um, however, however, and what I dig into the, in, in the paper a little bit too, is that networking matters, but it also matters who you're networking with. If, if you band together with the other zero viewer streamers in your category, that's probably not going to do as much for you as going and being active in a bigger channel in your category because two zero viewer streamers feeding each other doesn't provide a whole lot. Like you need to network up. Um, you should be active in a, in a channel that's got 40 hour average viewers. And, and, and I think uh, what it, what the, that may sound a little bit hollow in that you're, you're there partially to hope for a little bit of attention, but it goes back to what I was saying about being a, a real viewer. Um, you should be involved in these in in other um, communities because you enjoy being involved in those communities, and building relationships in that community can help bring you viewers in the longer term, and potentially some of those people will be significantly more dedicated to hanging out with you in your stream because they have built that relationship with you in another community, and then they realize, oh crap, this guy has a stream too, hell yes, like. Uh, a decent chunk of the the bits that I got the other day were from uh, somebody that I know from hanging out in a different community who then discovered that I have a stream also and then dropped by and was like, here's, you know, however many hundred bits, like out of nowhere. And that person and I have a relationship that isn't just because I have a channel. It's because him and I have a relationship prior to that. Yeah. And um, if I can, so. if I if I can touch on that real fast, another key factor that I would that I would like to, uh, another key factor I would like to say about that is, you should if again if your intention is like growth, molding communities, joining together, networking per se, try to find streamers who stream when you don't. Right? Don't find some. Don't don't go into a streamer. Right. Don't go in. Don't go into a stream that the guy streams six days a week, even if he's even if he's a great content creator. Right. I, I shouldn't say it like this. I'm, I'm just saying. But like you're not going to engage his community as much to uh, come and watch you when he's not live because he's only not live one day a week. Right. So if you're if you're if your schedules, what I'm trying to say is if your schedules are too overlapping, you're not network. You, you are networking. You're making friends. You're doing things at that point. But at that point, we, me and Hopper have kind of, me and Hopper talked about it last week. You're almost headhunting, right? You're almost headhunting at that point and talking about like stealing you're viewers. Doing something more competitive, right? 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 You're almost trying to steal viewers if if that's your intention there, right? Like, uh, and it, and it never turns out to be the intention, but it ha you know it kind of happens. Who do I go watch? Whatever. I I like both people. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Right? So it becomes an interesting thing when you try. So like personally, me and Hopper have almost identical schedules. Right. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of uncanny. So like our communities kind of bounce back and forth and it's, and it's, and it's, they're mainly, they're more dedicated to him, which is, which is totally fine. I, I totally get that. Right. Yeah. Look at him yeah, with hey. his hands up. I, I see what's going on over there. And, but like Nathan, me and you, right. Our schedules are totally different. We don't stream on a single same day. I don't think. Nope. Right. And, and so that would be where an opportunity where one, I have more opportunity to come and hang out in your chat because I'm not streaming while you're streaming. Right. And exactly. two, right. You know, if we, if we make friends and do more, right, you have more opportunity 
to get those viewers to enjoy being around you or being with you to, hey, he's not live today. Hey, Q is, right? And and it's not a scavenging or a headhunting factor at that point, right? I, I, I would never condone, right? We, we always talk about don't, don't self-promote. But even if you're not self-promoting, don't like don't intentionally go into somebody's chat and trying to take their viewers, even if it's a long con. No, no. Right. Even if it's a long con. Like you're not self-promoting, but we're gonna play the long con game, right? Not that viewers yeah, are that's... stolen because they obviously don't belong to anybody. They're allowed to watch whoever, whenever. Sure, yeah. sure. I, yeah, and that that's definitely not what Yeah. That's definitely not what I'm trying to suggest people do either in in what I'm describing and being a being a viewer. Um the intent is that uh, it goes back to what I was saying before, which is you're, you're building relationships because that's also what you're doing when you're live with your most dedicated viewers. You're building a relationship with them. And the, part of what I think uh, a lot of other small streams miss uh, is that unless, I, and there's exceptions to everything, right? Um, unless I think you are like actually there to be a skill streamer and you're trying to get people to come to your channel because you're the number one Valorant player in the world. And that's a totally valid thing. Um, if you are the number one in, in some category or at some game, absolutely, you can try to pull people in on, on that alone, and that's fine. If you're not, which most of us are not, I'm I'm not Shroud, and I will never be Shroud, and I'm okay with that. I, I am not Ninja, and I will never be Ninja. And I'm I have a, I'm completely fine with that fact. I'm building relationship with my viewers because that uh, they are in my channel because of me. If they want the absolute best gameplay for the game that I'm playing, they're probably going to go somewhere else because chances are pretty good for most of us that have smaller channels. We're not the number one at what game we're playing. Like I have a full-time job. Q has a full-time job. Pretty sure Hop has a full-time job. I can't be the number one at my game and be very good at my job and have time to do that and stream. It's just not going to happen. I Nobody, maybe I shouldn't say nobody, but very few people have the time to be able to do that. So if the reason my viewers are there is to spend time with me and hang out with me and engage with me, I need to remember that. And that's that's something I think a lot of people miss is like they they think that it's all about the gameplay and and that's something that I thought to some extent too when the very first time I pushed the live button. But at the end of the day, it, it the the viewers that are most dedicated to you and your channel are there because of you, and they're there for you. They are not there for the game. Uh, the game may be what brought them to your channel, and and sometimes maybe if you change games and that person really really cares a lot about that game, maybe maybe they'll maybe you'll lose somebody. But at the end of the day your most dedicated people are going to not care as much about what game you're playing because they're there for you. Um, like you're a TV show and, and you're the host. And so you have a huge impact on that show. So, yeah, you know, it matters. Having those relationships is huge. You're, you're right that it's the, the gameplay is they're there for that when it's like the best of the best, you know, the 1%, not even the 1%, the less than 1% of the gamers that are at that level where yeah, they're watching the gameplay. They're not there for the person's personality. The rest of us, it's it's us that keeps them. Um, and to kind of go with cues, you know, faking it till you make it type of thing. I mean, yes and no. Don't obviously play something you hate. But I like to sum it up. It's a nice and simple. It's 
you got to play what you like and stream what you like to be able to play what you love, you know? Because those big games, the big saturated games, they're saturated for a reason because they're very well-made, you know, AAA titles that deserve the love and affection from all us gamers that like to play them for 20 hours a day if we could. But as a small streamer, it's like like Nathan said, it's you're at the bottom of the barrel and you got to play those smaller games that are still a lot of fun. You might not love them. If you like them, play that. And then you can play the big titles because it doesn't matter once you get to the point where, you know, like any of these big guys, if they could load up anything, what, Shroud is playing some house flipper game and still had 20,000 people come and watching them. They're not there for the at that point, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. There's a channel that I spend a lot of time in during the week. And, uh, well, in the last two weeks, two weeks, uh, he has done, uh, multiple Monopoly streams. Ah, fun. Monopoly. Like, straight to the number one Monopoly streamer on Twitch because, you know, he had 50 people on and the next one had like 10 or whatever it was. Like, who the hell is streaming Monopoly on Twitch? And nothing against the guys that do, right? But like, that's a, that's an extremely, extremely niche category. That is a very, very small category. I think there was like five channels or four, something like that. Um, but you know what? He held 45, 50 plus people for his entire stream. Why? Because those of us that are big fans of the channel are there to hang out with him and to interact with him. And it, it, the game, to some extent, doesn't matter. It will for some. And there are some viewers that even said that in chat. They were like, wait, you're playing this today? Really? Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I'll catch you later uh, when uh, you're doing something else. And some of those may have actually been sarcastic, honestly, anyway. Um, but in this particular channel, I... It's a mostly Call of Duty, uh, war, like Warzone specifically oriented channel, but I've watched him play Monopoly. I've watched him play Golf. I have watched him play Getting Over It, which is a ridiculous game. Uh, NHL. Um, man, I can't, like, all kinds of stuff that I honestly otherwise wouldn't care a whole lot about. But I, in, and I take that kind of lesson back into it, which is that me as a viewer, I'm there to hang out in that community. And, if he's playing some really stupid game, I, I kind of don't care. It's because it's not the point. Make it, so. make it, make it fun while he's playing it. Right? Make it, make it enjoyable. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's so, what it comes down to. So you, yeah, you, like I, one of the things I, I went and looked up when I was putting all that stuff together in that in that document, the fiftieth largest game on Twitch over the last thirty days was Call of Duty Black Ops Four. The 50th largest. And it still, at peak, had 424 live channels. So, when... Yeah, like, so, when when you're a Call of Duty Black Ops 4 streamer, and you've got two viewers, you're still way down the bottom of that list, and that's the 50th largest game. That's not Fortnite, that's not Call of Duty, that's not Valorant, or what, you know, whatever else is hot today. That's the 50th biggest game. And you're still fighting to get anywhere near that first page. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's definitely your, your content selection when you're first starting is, is definitely massive. Yeah. So, so you touched on earlier, um, you touched on the, the, the very, very beginning was kind of 
where are you getting your viewers from? And kind of your opening statement was that. And, and I, and, and I know, I think one of your, one of your topics like leading into that is how are you feeding your channel when you're offline? Is that, is that one of your yep. bullet points? So one of yeah, your bullet points, bullet point. yeah. So how are you feeding your channel when you're offline? So I want to, I want to ask that to say, and, and we'll start with Hopper on this one. I want to ask to say like, what is, what is, what is your strategy and what would be the the best strategy you could give to somebody who has no mm, what am I going to say no social following to date like me <laughs> no I mean honestly that's probably the thing I struggle with still in my content creator career here it's I'm not I'm not good that's one of the things that I keep trying to focus on is is the networking when I'm not live. Um, unfortunately for me, I, I'm trying to spend lots of time just getting my health back in control. I'm a very big man. I don't want to be as big as I am. So <laughs> I try to spend my time outside exercising, things like that. But otherwise, it's I try to be – I try to post at least once a day on Twitter. I'm not even good at that. But I want to get into a habit of you know getting a weekly YouTube video up and things like that. It's And honestly, the simple, the simple advice I'd, I'd give to anybody is – Especially because of how how Twitch is, its biggest thing is not its discoverability. If anything, that's Twitch's weakest point. So if you want to grow as a streamer, if you want to grow as a streamer, you can't just stream and expect to grow. You got to take advantage of every social platform you can. Any way you can reach other people and tell them about what you're doing is going to help you out. Yeah, I, and even even if you don't have a ton of followers um like the as i got more engaged and more consistent and wanting to push my stream more like my instagram and my twitter and all that garbage they all link back to twitch now like the little like what's your homepage url you can put on everything these days they all point at twitch and and so like one of the things that i 100% need to do more and i like i talk about it in there and then there's still parts that i still myself need to get better at is is driving on those other platforms but like uh youtube as as you just mentioned like youtube is a huge one because it is it is non-live content and it is discoverable and their discoverability is better than twitch's to be totally honest and it is a way for people to find out about who you are get a little piece of you and then you can talk about oh by the way do you like you know two-way interactive content well guess what i'm on twitch uh you know however many days a week or, 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 you know, however you want to describe it. Um, Twitter is the same way, uh, to some extent, uh, search on Twitter is huge. The way it kind of exposes things, uh, your feed gets filled with things that people like or respond to instead of just people you follow. So being more active on there, which is something I also need to do more of can help, especially if you have a lot of people that you follow and that you interact with that are so on Twitch and are also engaged, that feeds each other. Um, like uh, Jenny and Q and I have had a couple of threads recently where we're all interacting with one another. And just that having a thread where we're interacting increases the chances that that thread shows up in front of somebody else um, that follows either, any one of us. And and that helps that discoverability. And if they're like, oh, who, who, is, who is Jenny1984? I don't know who this is. And they click, oh, there's a Twitch link here. And you know maybe you maybe you get an offline view and that's all it is, 
maybe they are like, oh, okay, well, I, I like this person. I want to check them out more. And then they, they give you that follow or, or whatever. Like stuff like that helps feed it. And don't get me wrong. I 100%, 100% need to be better at it. I've started working on collecting video and stuff to start doing more on YouTube. And it's it's a pain. It's a lot. It, it takes a lot of time. Um, but like where where I tried to drive to in that in the document also, though, is that it goes beyond just do you post on Instagram every time you go live? Um, and actually, I could probably flesh it out a little bit more. Honestly, I think that's one of the things that I think some channels do too much of. Um, if all you ever post on Instagram and all you ever post on Twitter and all you ever post on whatever platform is, I'm live now, and then nothing else, I don't think as many people, you're not going to get the same engagement and follow and, and response out of that on those platforms. But, you know, again, it, the the content in addition to that is something I'm also working on. It's not easy. It's not easy by any stretch of the imagination. So um, that's part of why what I talked about in there was, was the networking side of, you know, being a part of communities and, and being engaged and, and meeting people and making friends. Yeah. And, and that will sl- much more slowly, I think, in some ways, but that will slowly... Uh, also introduce and feed people back to you. So, so I would say, um, how are you feeding? So I'm, I'm big on YouTube personally. I think YouTube has the best discoverability, but you have to have something in YouTube that makes, you have to have, it's interesting because you have to have something in YouTube that makes you discoverable or makes you unique compared to what other people are doing. And then you also have to have something that is tied in enough with what you do on YouTube that makes somebody come to your Twitch stream, right? If your content is home improvement, right? And your Twitch stream is you playing games. Typically the people who are going to go watch your home improvement videos are not going to come watch your Twitch stream, right? Obviously if you had a home improvement, if you had a home improvement stream, that would be even better, right? Like that would be cool, right? But I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to allude to that, like, you have to you have to find ways to tie in whatever your YouTube content is, but you also have to make it. It's so hard because you have to make it specific enough that you're going to get discovered, but then you have to make it tied in enough to your content that people will come to your stream. Right? It's kind of a it's kind of a double edged thing because you don't want to make it so specific, like I just said, you don't want to make it so specific that people don't want to come to your stream. Um, for Bouncing me. Act. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a very strong balancing act. Personally, that's why I love microphones because there's there's such a big thing for content creators, right? Personally, that's one of the reasons I love microphones. So, um, and streamer tech gear, etc., all that kind of stuff. And microphones feed into way more than just Twitch, obviously. Sure. Like, yeah, uh, that what you're creating there and what you post on on YouTube is useful for people like well outside of just live streaming. Um, there's going to be people that find it useful for uh broadcast in some cases or making their first check tape and trying to figure out what mic they should use to do that um and it's it's more than that which i think is fantastic actually so it's great that you have something that ties into more than just uh trying to feed twitch exclusively and being about twitch right like it it is useful uh and interesting right so so for me personally and and both of you guys mentioned Twitter. To me, to me personally, I think Instagram. I think Instagram has fallen flat. Personally, I have yep. zero impressions. I have zero growth. I have zero anything coming out of Instagram anymore. It's. I think. I think me and Hopper t- talked about it last week. It's. A, it's a platform that. 
has no desire for people to click off of it. You scroll, you scroll, you scroll, you scroll, you scroll. It's 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 constantly feeding you new okay. content, right? So you don't they make click a point of that, right? Because you can't link in posts. Exactly. Exactly. You have to go to people's bios to do that. Like Instagram intentionally makes it to where you can't leave the application. So I think Instagram to me is kind of a dead blah, right? Yeah, the stories you can post links in. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> but so, but the stories only go to people who already follow you, right? So it's already canned cut. Like it's not canned, but it's just a way to attach to people that already follow you, right? But discoverability on it isn't great either. Anymore. It's, it's similar to Twitch's. It used to. It, it used to. What it feeds you is. Big, yeah, big it used to be a lot better, but it's really, really died down. I don't know what they changed, but so, but I want to. It's I wanna, Facebook. It's about making money. <laughs> I want to go back to like you guys both mentioned Twitter though, and I personally, personally, I don't believe anymore. I don't believe that Twitter's the right place to go for somebody new, or maybe it's once you reach a certain level on Twitter. You don't see as much. Um, you don't see as much discover. A, uh, how am I trying to word this? Because I, I want to say it like this: like I have four hundred and seventy followers on Twitter, right? Which it's not a huge number, right? It's but it's more than what I had before I started Twitch. I mean, I've 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 seen substantial amount of growth on Twitter, but today when I go to my timeline, I only see. Because of the way I've engaged Twitter and because of the way the uh, algorithm works, I only see other streamers, <laughs> right? My entire timeline, my entire timeline is filled with other streamers. So if I'm commenting on posts, I have an opportunity. If I'm commenting on another streamer's post, I may have an opportunity to grab one of their viewers, right? Somebody that follows them that sees it. But 99% of the time, it, for me, Twitter today is only for people that are already following me on Twitch that want to see me offline, right? It's not a growth platform. It's an extension platform, right? It, it's it's a way to kind of connect with me when I'm not online. Like like you you talked earlier about Jenny and Jenny and you and us being in these Twitter chats and things like that and these running socials. Again, both of you are already here. You know, you're on the podcast, Jenny's in chat, right? Or different things like that, right? Those are individuals. And, and don't get me wrong, I love Twitter. I think it's an amazing platform. But as far as like, if if you if you just post a tweet, you're not going to get follows from it, right? Like it's it's not a it's not a platform Pretty that unlikely. you're yeah it's not a platform that you're that you're going to get discovered on, right? It 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 can be a springboard once you have some sort of leverage, and once you yeah. get once you get recognized as an influencer, but they have they have they have some some metric where there's uh. One of the largest, I, I can't remember the individual's name, one of the largest individuals for streamer Twitter news, and he gets tons of impressions, tons of likes, tons of retweets. It, it, it's not it's not Axel or whatever that guy's name is. It's not him, right? But the one that was trying to push all the Dr. Disrespect stuff. Um, Slasher? Slasher, yeah, there you go. Bob Breslow? Yeah, sure. It's, it's not that individual. It's somebody else, right? Somebody else that's very, very big on Twitch news has like 10, 20,000 followers on Twitter or something like that. But when they go live, they average 10 viewers, right? 10, 15 viewers. They're very well versed in 
Twitter or, or they're, they're very well versed in Twitch and they're very well versed in news and they're very well versed in the culture, but they don't bring that to their stream, right? It doesn't carry over. And it, 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 they're, to, they're very different platforms. Sure. People go there for very different things. Exactly. And so that's why I'm, that's why I'm kind of alluding to like, I don't think Twitter is necessarily a growth platform anymore. I think the best way, and I think Nathan, you hit it right on the head is being a viewer and being active. Like that is the number one method for growth, in my opinion, an individual who has an opportunity to spend 50% of the time streaming and 50% of their time viewing and networking in, in other streamers, chats and things like that. I think they'll have the best opportunity for growth today. Yeah, no, I, well, I, I, I think that, um, pure viewership, uh, like hanging out in other people's channels and, and expecting to get something out of it alone is, would be extremely slow, but there is, there is a kind of the, the, I guess it's still kind of the networking, but uh, kind of collaboration side of it too, where if there's another stream that, you know, you play one game pretty consistently and there's a stream that is, let's say twice the size of yours that also plays that game consistently. If you get the opportunity to play with that person, um, like, you know, obviously when you're preferably when you're not live and you don't have conflicting stream schedules, but like if you get the opportunity to play with that person, you know, a few times that can also help because suddenly your name is in front of their entire viewer base as well. Um, so it, it can go beyond just being a, uh, engaged in chat viewer. You can be a, like, uh, so I, like obviously I stream tons of Dauntless. I go in and play with, uh, people who also stream Dauntless. I go hop in and jump in their queue and I go play games with them. And, and that can, like, I engage inside the category that I primarily stream all the time, like all the time. Um, when I'm not live, I am watching somebody else. I'm, uh, playing with somebody else. I'm engaged with somebody else in some way on a regular basis. Um, or like almost, almost to the point where, uh, it takes a little fun out of it because, uh, I can't <laughs> go into a stream and be like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? What game is this? Is this game cool? Uh, cause uh, I pop in there and then somebody immediately <laughs> gives me away and they're like, Hey, what, why would you ask that question? You were live yesterday playing this game for, for six hours. Like, yeah, what, what yeah, are you doing? Dang it. I was gonna t I was gonna touch on that earlier a little bit. Like, yeah, if, if like if you mainstream a specific game, you know, say Call of Duty, or it may be, you know, networking in somebody who plays Minecraft, probably not the best place for you. Like, yeah, yeah you might be able to make some connections, but it's much less likely a Minecraft viewer is gonna come watch you play Call of Duty. But um, yeah, and and so and like, if you're primarily let's say just chatting. Um, doing something almost kind of like what we're doing right now, which is hanging out and having a conversation on, on multiple across multiple streams, you know, that can be a good thing as well. Um, things that, that get you involved with, with other channels is not a bad thing. Um, like I'm, I'm not live right now. I'm not live today and I'm not going to be live today, <laughs> um, but, but now I sort of am cause I'm, I'm on your guys's channel. Um, but like just being engaged on Twitch, however, as a viewer live, uh, li you know, playing with somebody on while they're live, whatever it takes, like the the platform feeds itself uh, to a, to a big extent. So, um, are you going to get tons of new new dedicated viewers from Instagram, Twitter, any of the other social media platforms? YouTube, I think, would be your better chance, but the other ones, no, not not likely, because if if that person really isn't has an interest strong interest in twitch and is already an engaged twitch viewer 
they might see your tweet and they may follow you, but they like me, I already have a pretty consistent schedule of a lot of the streams I watch throughout the week. Cause I, there's, I know people's schedules and I know who I'm going to watch on any given day at any time slot for the most part. There's a lot of channels that I, that are consistent that I'm consistently in. Um, if I find a new streamer on, on Twitter, it, I might go watch part of their VOD and I'm like, oh, this is kind of neat and I'll follow them. And, and I, like I'm saying, I'm kind of also part of that, not problem, but I'm part of that same uh, feed in that they now got to follow, but whether or not I catch them live, who knows? Um, Cause I don't know this person well yet. I don't know their stream schedule. I, I haven't even seen them live yet. And if it yeah. turns out that their schedule doesn't fit with when I'm awake or you know, whatever else, they don't get a viewer out of it. They got to, they got to follow, which is, you know, a little something, but I, I, I think it's quality. I think is exactly right. Like those, having that those platforms feeding back into Twitch can help a little bit, but I don't think it's as significant as as some might suggest. In now, my opinion, at least. Now the I think. Go ahead, go ahead, Hopper. I was gonna say the only correlation I ever see because I'm always interested when I see you know Twitter posts trend or you know people with big followings on any of those platforms is I like to check when they have a Twitch as well. I'll check their link. The only correlation I ever find when it's the big ones, you know, the ones with like 100K plus on Twitch, they have that kind of following on Twitter, on Instagram, whatever it may be. But I've seen people with 10,000 Instagram followers and they stream to two people. You know, I've seen people with a post on Twitter trend to 100,000 people and their Twitter followers is 500. So like it's there, there's just no connection. Like it, yeah, you think it's gonna be some you know match that ignites a fire that turns into you know wildfire forest awesome everything's burning now. But it just it doesn't work that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think it's it's. I think it, not every platform is for everybody. Yeah. Well. Well, I think Hopper touched on a unique thing there. I think Twitch viewers are more likely to follow you on other existing platforms then other platforms are willing to come and follow you on Twitch. I would agree with that. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. I, I most, I wouldn't say most, but a good chunk of the streamers that I follow on any of these other platforms are people that I already watch on Twitch. Yeah, so so you take the opportunity to follow them somewhere else because you found them through Twitch, right? So mm -hmm. again, it's all, even though, and this this gets back into that thing. If if I don't think I've, I don't think I've been a consistent viewer in a single channel I found outside of the platform itself. Yeah. So, and, and that gets back into the thing. If Twitch could fix discoverability, the whole world would change. I think all these, it would just be crazy. But, but again, I mean, like we could have a whole nother discussion on what is our definition of what discoverability should be, right? Because as as smaller content creators of course we want our discoverability to go up but that's pushing everybody else's down at that point right so like what what's the fair metric in that but there's a whole other there's a whole yeah, other world it's in a that. difficult balance um like do you try to push small creators at the to the loss of your partners that seems insane do you try to push uh your mid-sized streamers really really hard to the detriment of anybody starting out that seems kind of uh kind of detrimental to the like you may have Dr. Disrespect 2.0 hanging out with zero viewers who if your algorithm sucks and he never gets discovered, then you never get champions club, you know, 2.0 or whatever on earth it would be called. Um, so it's, it, yeah, I, as much as I think 
discoverability on Twitch is kind of terrible, and I'll continue saying that. Um, <laughs> that's a hard problem for them to solve too, because it's qual. You're exactly right. If if someone benefits uh, in the discoverability standpoint, somebody else is losing. Right. Just 100. percent Yep. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a very difficult problem to solve, and and the right answer, I, who knows? I'm <laughs> I'm not the right person to figure that out for sure. <laughs> The right answer is they all come to watch the game hopper. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, there's also that. <laughs> so only if they want to, obviously. Yeah. So we're 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 tailing in the end here. We have we we've actually gone way over our typical minutes Woo! here, um, which is which is great. I actually think this has been one of the like I, I love these 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 Nathan. Thank you very much for being here. And I mean. Definitely look forward to inviting you back in the future. Um, do we have any uh, any closing ideas or questions from you, Hopper? I I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's growth is going to be your growth. Don't compare yourself to other people. You know, you set yourself up for disappointment. Do the stuff you enjoy. Listen to all the advice you can. Take the pieces of it you like, and just just keep plugging away. You know. That's all I gotta say. Best of luck to you, <laughs> Nathan. Yeah, actually, uh, Hopper made a great point there, which is that uh, take the pieces of the advice that you find that apply and and run with it. But yeah, like everybody grows differently. Everybody has a different audience. Um, I've heard the statement many times that there's an audience for everyone, and I think that's mostly, but not entirely true. Um, but like, yeah there's different reasons that people grow um, in, in different ways. And so once you find something that works then you know, run with it and, and not the same recipe is going to work for everyone. Um, Cause the audience is going to be different. The viewers are going to be different. Uh, what people are looking for is going to be different. So uh, like if Q and I, if we had the exact same stream schedule, like I, I still don't think that like for either of us, it would really be an issue because we're not competing for the same people. Um, the viewers that are generally going to be coming to one channel or the other, um, are there for one reason or the other. And I think that's one of the, the things that people sometimes get maybe a little bit wrong with Twitch is that it doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily competitive to some extent because viewers, different viewers want different things. There's millions and millions and millions of viewers yeah. and they don't all want the same thing. So just because... Like as we're we're all here live on on two channels at once, and we all we all have streams, and we all have viewers, and we all want more viewers. Uh, you know, what the Game Hopper streams, and what calls our streams, and what I stream are are different. We're actually three vastly different streams, yeah. and so it, we're not competing for the same people because we're we're going for different people. So that also means we're going to grow in different ways, and we're going to attract people in different ways. So well, yeah, at the end of the day, you can you can watch all the YouTube content and read all the articles you want on how to grow. And it's not going to hundred percent apply. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally in agreement there guys. I, I, I want to say, you know, I, Nathan, Nathan hit my little comment. Uh, everyone has an audience. It just takes them. It may take them a little longer to find you. Right. And, and that is totally true. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing how I have seen some creators take, so long and grind so hard and not see any growth and then out of nowhere just explode you know and they finally get their just desserts and they finally do well 
you know, all I all I have to say is, you know, in in my in my final kind of thing here today is to say, t- if if you want streaming to be fun, don't forget to keep making it fun. If you want to make it a business, make smart decisions. Make smart decisions. Think strategically. You know, if you got to go the route, make a business plan, come with, come up with strategic goals for the year, et cetera, right? If you got to go through that path, do that, right? But don't forget, like, if, if you're here to have fun, please keep having fun. Don't let it get to you. If you need to take a, if you're here to have fun and you need to take a break, take a break. Like, don't think you're overly committed. Your community will understand if that's what they've come to see you do and see you for, right? As long as they're aware of that and they know what's going on. Don't be scared to do stuff like that. <laughs> Other than that, uh, I'm gonna I'll steal a, a slight final point a little bit. Something you just touched on, I think, is actually really good, and uh, I think some people mess it up. You should be having fun. If you're if you're streaming and you're not having fun, maybe you should end stream, and and take a break, and you, you know come back to it. Because if you're not having fun, and and a viewer can tell you're not having fun, they're not gonna have fun either, most likely. You might have a troll that's really loving it, but you should be having fun with what you're doing. So yeah, like at the end of the day, everybody everybody's different, right? But you should be enjoying being live. Yep. 